Whatever is making us say I can't, whether it's betrayal or being weary as a human or just that this world is crazy, like Jesus has lived that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a comforting thing in those moments when we say, I can't, Mm -hmm. that he, he knows what it feels like. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth writers and real life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea or a green smoothie in your hand and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Welcome back more than small talk friends. Have you ever thought I can't. I think all of us have at some point. If you haven't, please call us and tell us how you do that. <laughs> so that's what we're talking about this week. It's when we sometimes feel like God is asking something of us and we are thinking, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's confession question is this. What have you said, but God, I can't about? Um, confronting hard things um, to people's faces or just, you know, not saying no. I think that there are many times where I'm like, but God, I can't do this. I can't put this structure in place, even though your word tells me, you know, about boundaries and blessings and how he made everything in it, you know, told the sea where it stopped and daylight and, you know, all the things that he put in motion when he created the world, we kind of think, but you've you've created me, but I can't do all of these things. You know, even the things that he's asked us to do, like our calling or purpose or motherhood or whatever it is. I think that I've found myself saying a lot, but God, I can't. But then I read through scriptures and I'm like, I'm not the only one. The Bible is filled with people who are like, yeah, like you got the wrong person, but he never does. He knows exactly what he's doing and who he's working with and that we need to partner with him. Yeah. You know, years and years ago, I remember meeting Richard and there's this cute haired country guy. He was a city girl. And I remember meeting his family for the first time and they were so different. Man, you know, people make lists nowadays as they're looking for a partner. Like we had nothing on the list that matched. And then when I met his family, I realized that I was just so different. And I remember at one point watching his family interact. And I walked away from Richard that day and said, I can't marry you. I can't be with you. Like, I can't be that. I can't do that. And I almost missed a really great opportunity (laughs) there. Mm -hmm. But my fear was that I was going to have to somehow acclimate and become what was expected there. And so I I just really almost missed a good opportunity. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's really great. (laughs) We totally approve (laughs) of your, you know, decision to, you know, marry Richard. It was was a good call. (laughs) Yeah, you should keep him. (laughs) Richard, if you're listening, hon. (laughs) We're going, we're going the the whole marathon (laughs) to the finish line yay um i remember years ago someone really hurt me and i was flying to my publisher to talk about my next book and i was sitting on a plane 
And I was like, God, I can't do this. I can't keep opening my heart up because people hurt you. You mm-hmm. know, like it's too risky. You almost sounded Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Hurt ya. I do love the Canadians. Shout out to the Canadian listeners. So, yes. So I was sitting there and yeah, I was like, I can't do this anymore. You know, I, I just, I want to be safe. I don't want to risk this happening again. I can't do this. And I remember I felt like in the quiet of that plane, you know, Jesus was like, okay, if you make that choice, I will still love you. But if you want to learn how to love in a different, fiercer way, I will show you how. And I was like, ugly snot crying into the <laughs> tiny, tiny napkins. Oh, Don't man. cry on a plane <laughs> no. because those napkins are too small to they handle it. To you. Yes. So life advice there. Don't really? cry on a plane. <laughs> but by the time I landed, I was like, okay, okay, let's do this. Mm. And that journey turned into one of my books, Fierce Hearted. And I find myself still going back to that place and also understanding Jesus knows what that feels like whatever is making us say I can't, whether it's betrayal or being weary as a human or just that this world is crazy. Like Jesus has lived that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a comforting thing in those moments when we say I can't, mm-hmm. that he knows whatever we're going through. He knows what it feels like. Yeah. What do you think is behind our I can'ts? What's behind that? I, it goes back to the lies we believe, right? That we're not enough or we're not capable or all those things. It always goes back to a deeper root that happens like decades ago, maybe two decades or three decades ago. It, it starts and grows from there because we have been telling ourselves, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm not capable. But I really do think that I've started looking at those moments when I say, but God, I can't, where he's just kind of being like, exactly. You absolutely can't do this in your own strength. That's why I'm here, you know? And so I think that that's kind of changed the way that I think about my, but God, I can't moments is that there's something on the other side of that. If I'm brave enough to push through it. Yeah. I think for mine, it, it was acceptance. I am so different. My background's so different. My experience is so different. I don't know anything about country life. I don't know anything about big families. I mean, it was all of it, mm-hmm. big personalities. And so my my fear was that I'd either have to try to fit in or I wouldn't be accepted. And I didn't I I didn't want either of those <laughs> options. Right. You know, and it would be wrong of me to say that marrying Richard meant that I was immediately accepted or that immediately that it was easy. It wasn't. We had to form our own life. We had to form, and and that's not easy too. I mean, we come into marriages and we fold a towel and somebody says, no, that's the wrong way to do it. My family does it like this. I mean, over the dumbest things. So the big things are really big, but the hard work that we had to put in and still put in was worth it. And I'm accepted. I'm I'm totally accepted by his family. Bless their heart. They eventually came to love me a lot. And but still yet there was it was hard. Maybe friends, you're saying, but God I can't. Well, you're not alone in that. 
I'd like to share a resource with you. It's my book, The Spirit-Led Heart, Living a Life of Love and Faith Without Borders. There is a promise for you and I, and that is that we have a helper in the form of the Holy Spirit. In this book, we remove the mystery so we can live that promise. It's practical, it's gentle, and it's helpful. And you can find out more at SuzanneEller.com slash books and just click on The Spirit-Led Heart. You can download a chapter free. So back to our conversation. Yeah, and I think for me, it's usually I'm just flat out exhausted. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've given the situation or the person, like, everything I have, my whole heart. I tend to love that way. And then when... You do. Things don't work out. I just feel like I've got nothing left. Like, it's not a I can't as in I don't want to or even I'm afraid to. It's I've got nothing left in the tank. Yeah. You know, like I'm not it's almost like I'm not capable of this, you know. Yeah. And I think in that moment, what I felt from Jesus was compassion. Ah. You know, and I think that that's what I've learned is to give myself compassion in those moments because sometimes we're just saying I can't because we're just really tired. Yeah. Right? From the inside out. Yes. yes. So yeah. someone may be listening and they're like, I'm a single mom. I'm giving it everything I've got. And yeah. sometimes I feel like I can't. Yeah. Or I am working a job that I love because it's changing the world, but it is taking everything from me. Yeah. Or, you know, all of us, I have a kid that I have loved and loved and loved, and they are still making choices that break my heart. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I think all of us get to a point where we're like, I know, God, I want to do that, too, but I can't. Right. You know, and in those moments, we need compassion. We need to know he has compassion for us. Yes. That he's not judging us in those moments or saying, suck it up, sister, you know. (laughs) Suck it up, buttercup. (laughs) That he gets that. We need compassion from other people. Mm. And we need compassion sometimes most of all for ourselves. To be like, hey, this doesn't mean you're weak or feeling. It means you've given it everything you've got. Well, and I I think I hear a theme through this Mm. of, God being able to give us compassion where we're at, but also being able to step into who we are, you know, being able to step into the free person that you are, Jennifer, being able to step into the compassionate and good grief. I'd never want anybody to rob that from you, Holly, because you do come to the table with love Mm -hmm. and, and I wouldn't want that to be robbed. And I also, God created me to be me. And that's not like freedom to hurt anybody. That's just freedom to be authentically Susie. Mm-hmm. And and to know that some people are going to love that a lot. And if others don't, I'm going to love them really well. And and we'll let that play out however it's going to play out. But, but I'm going to be true to who I am. And and I, I think there's freedom there, too. Yeah, you know? I do. And then I think, what do we start saying to ourselves after we say, I can't? I think for me, it helps to think about what is one small I can that is possible. Yeah. So if I accept myself and see that there is good in that, then it allows me to more easily accept others where they're at. Mm -hmm. And and so that's the deal. I presented a one-sided picture. Listen, I needed to be able to open my heart and say, yes, this is different, 
look at who she is. Look at what they've done. Look at who they are. And I came to understand the strength of a really big, extroverted, gregarious family. (laughs) I came to understand the joy and the beauty in that. Mm -hmm. I came to understand that everybody knowing everybody's business is really hard. But it also means that when you have cancer at 31 years old with three little babies, Mm -hmm. that the waiting room is going to be packed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they're going to be camped outside your door praying for you. And so, like, being able to to look at the other side, accept myself, yes, but also have the freedom to accept others where they're at and find the beauty in that. Yeah. I just think about, you know, one of my favorite scriptures and moments where I'm tired and exhausted, which I think that many of us are, is that come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you because my burden's light and easy. So you just think about all of that. And it's just our, I can't moments are an invitation just to come as we are and, and fill back up. Can I, can I throw another Bible word nerd at you? Mm -hmm. Do it. (laughs) So when he says to come and rest, that means come and sink your heart in rhythm with mine. That's what that means, that deeper word. Mm -hmm. And so what an invitation. It's not just come and take a nap. It's come, sis, right where you are, and let me help you sink your heart, your thought, your soul, and rhythm with mine to find the deep spiritual rest that you need. That's good stuff. That's really good. And I think that's what helps us find our next small, I can, (laughs) And sometimes that I can is I can take a nap right now because I clearly need one. (laughs) I can have a snack. Let me eat that tiny packet of peanuts on the plane and help my blood sugar out. You know, I can get off this plane and pick up my phone and text someone I trust and say, I need some prayer right now. I'm in a hard spot. So I think if you're listening and I can't is a very overwhelming emotion and we can get stuck in it. And so if you can just ask yourself, what's my next small I can? I love that. And do that. And that will be enough. And then just keep asking, what's the next small I can? And I think as we do that, we usually get to the place where all those little I cans are bigger than that one I can't. Amen. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.